Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. This is Paul Hawksby. And this is Max Rushton. And this was the HJ Daily and a slightly different one today. We were live from the box park at Wembley in the shadow of the stadium. Building up to England versus Germany. Stuart Pearce joined us and was on good form. Telling us a few old tales of the England dressing room. Uh, Henning Vane was in uh, for some German representation. He was tremendous, wasn't That's he? That's right. Charlie Baker as well. Our very own. He joined us for a bit of a chat. Tom Greatrix from the Football Supporters Association. We had a bit of a chat amidst all the nerves. We hope you enjoy it. You're a bit fried, aren't you, Max? You just got to take a deep breath. The thing is, can you do that? It's one minute past whatever. I will. It's six minutes yeah. past okay. one. Good afternoon, yeah. everyone. Good afternoon, Max. And uh, you've got, you got a long way to go. Uh, what stay will you be in by five o'clock? <laughs> I'll be terrified. The thing is, you know, I do like hearing Gareth Southgate say that the players are not paying attention to history. We yeah. shouldn't pay attention to history. But I can't not pay attention to history because I have seen those football matches yeah. with my eyes. I watched them happen. That's right. I watched the Germans. And I know we're here to build us up. And I, I do like the team. I do like what it looks like. I do believe in this team. But at the same time, I'm, ter- I'm terrified because you know what it's like. Don't you? you know what it's going to be like 10 minutes before kickoff. Yeah. You know what it's like the first time the ball just goes back to Jordan Pickford. Every part of me will just be terrified for the whole thing. And look, if there's any consolation, yeah. I remember being quite terrified the, the night we played the Dutch here in Euro 96. Okay. And, yeah. and that turned out well. It did. And I was quite it terrified did. when I was here for the Spain game. Uh, and that turned out rather well. In the end, it turned out well. So Germany, not so much. I'll give you that. The semi-final. So look, let's let's the team. Uh, we don't know if it's not actually the leaked team, but one or two journalists, well-connected journalists, are certainly going with this as the team today. If you haven't seen it, it's obviously Jordan Pickford in goal. It's a three-four-three. It's Walker, Stones, and Maguire, with uh, Trippier and Shaw uh, as the wing backs. Phillips and Rice holding, and then uh, behind Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling on the left. And Bikayo Saka on, on the right. Now, that was the interesting one because a lot of people have been suggesting that he rested Phil Foden, so mm-hmm. it probably would be Foden on the right if that was going to be the formation. A lot of papers kind of went with that today. But I think that's, a, that's good. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's an uber-defensive uh, lineup. I mean, Saka playing there is, is a good sign. The point is Saka took his chance, didn't he? Yeah. That's what he did. Raheem Sterling has played well, has, has been sort of central to any of the chances that we've created. Harry Kane was better wasn't he in the last game against the Czech Republic I think Trippier is a really interesting selection if that happens because we've talked a lot about set pieces and the set pieces haven't been great yeah and I think that does make a big difference I think going to a three I, I, I don't think that's a bad idea you saw Hungary do that against the Germans and it worked very well yeah. Portugal didn't and the Germans hammered them yeah. so I can totally understand the sense in that and playing three doesn't mean you're necessarily defensive does it it depends what you do with the ball it depends and we've seen all the pundits talk about this how forward thinking you are it's getting that balance between being patient and not five minutes in yeah. if we play the ball back to our centre-backs or between our centre-backs that's not a disaster <laughs> but also <laughs> trying to move the ball forward and Saka and Sterling have got pace and yeah. that is that hole in behind the, the wing backs exactly. which is where there may be a problem I've and taught myself into thinking no, we're going to win this season Saka will put a shift in defending as well if he needs to as we know so that's important and Foden is an excellent player and you felt he would play because he was resting because of the yellow card but I think that bodes well that bodes well because there's two players there in Saka and Sterling we know Hummels is slow yes. uh, these days still a good player but not the quickest and if Kane is going to drop he didn't want Kane and Foden dropping leaving Sterling as the only player getting beyond uh, those in the three. So I think that's a good team. I'm quite buoyed by that. And whichever team that we picked, 
some of those players, you know, Saka, if Saka hadn't been picked, people would say, why is he not being picked? He played really well last yeah. time. You know, if you go to a three, you can't play all of those players. Someone of Mount, Foden, Grealish would have to miss out. So sort of Gareth Southgate is on a hiding to nothing, unless, of course, we win comfortably 2-0. Yeah. And we just stroke the ball around for the last well, 35 minutes and it's happy That's days. the vindication, really, is at 7 o'clock. Uh, so uh, we're going to head down to Wembley Way throughout the afternoon. Uh, DJ Majestic, who you've been hearing, of course, on the station, in the charts. They played his song. They did. Uh, let's get him involved. Madge, how are you? Good afternoon, chaps. Yeah, just like Max, I'm nervous. I'm already feeling yeah. nervous. I can feel <laughs> I understand it. it. He's absolutely right. We've seen those games with our eyes and we know we know the script but hopefully tonight we can change that script I'm joined by Gary now he's from Norwich good afternoon Gary good afternoon uh, you're here with your two sons yes I am uh, what, what's their names uh, Matthew and Luke Matthew and Luke how old are the, your sons uh, Luke 16 Matthew's 19 so you've got the England 90 strip on so you don't actually remember the pain no, of 1990 the, uh, the the penalty shooter you do though I Gary I definitely do yeah so how are you feeling about the, the Germany game coming up is it as the... nervous as I was in 1990 <laughs> and 96 and no, 2010 definitely. yeah yeah still living with that pain <laughs> still got the shirts still got the shirts but is this a different England obviously in the last World Cup, I think, obviously getting through some penalty shootouts gave us some confidence against yeah. the Germans. Now, it's a different German team. It's not the uh, the powerhouse they once were, but they are the old guard. They know how to win. Still still tricky, still a tough game for us. If we play to our strengths in that team that we've got now, which I think is attack and strengths rather than defensive, I think we'll do all right, and I hope we do all right. Yeah. And, and lads, are you, what does this game mean to you? Is it as nervous for us because you're a bit younger? Do you remember the you know, the German penalty shoots out of yesteryear? Are you nervous? Or are you I, mean, def- I remember watching uh, 96 on uh, YouTube, Gareth Southgate. So probably not hoping for that today, but I'm looking forward to it. And if you was to Southgate, would you be starting Grealish today? I would be. <laughs> no, his attack and strength is uh, so good. How he uh, gets all the fouls and everything. And can I get a score prediction from you? What do you reckon it's going to be? Come on, well, give us some my, hope. I was saying to my brother yesterday, I think it's going to be three-one. Home for Harry Kane brace, I reckon. Oh, Harry I love Kane it. Brace. Three-one, Harry Kane brace. Yeah. These guys are confident. We love that. Let's get the energy going. I'm here all afternoon with you guys on Wembley Way, and there's 45,000 here, which is the most we've seen in Wembley for a long time. So this is going to be amazing. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Madge. Thank you. Um, it is busy. It's busier than I thought, considering we're four hours from kickoff. Yeah. Well, as I said just before the news, we had a sweet Caroline at four past. It's the easiest gig in Box Park for yeah, the yeah, DJ, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He just plays Don't Look Back in Anger or Freed from Desire. Three, oh, three lines went down a storm. It really did. It? Who, yeah. who would have thought it? Yeah, who yeah. would have thought that would be? Here's my go-to. If they're but not dancing, played, that's what I'll play. Uh, uh, you can call me out. We thought it might be nice if you played the whole of Graceland, maybe. But it is a bit noisy. You know, it gets a bit noisy. I think 11 yeah. a.m. The whole of Graceland would just keep us in that sort of relaxed yeah. mood before kickoff. Homeless, it? diamonds on the soles. <laughs> that would be great. Just imagine that. People wandering. Anyway, uh, we move on. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Sport Hawksby and Match Rushton live from the Box Park here at Wembley on Wembley Way. We can see the uh, stadium to our right. Max's nerves are, I, th- I think he's getting better. He's no, said a few things. Is, I feel yeah. great now. Dr. Sackers. Anyway, uh, let's head down onto Wembley Way. DJ Majestic is uh, out and about uh, chatting to the fans. He said he was going to find us some German fans and sure enough, he has, Madge. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I've found some uh, German fans, but we have a Bulgarian German fan and an Austrian friend who's here for the ride. He's not supporting Germany. He was here for the Italy game. Let's start with the Austrian fan right now. Marco, good afternoon. Hello. You was here at Wembley at the weekend. Disappointing for you? No, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. I'm super proud of what the Austrian team did. They we saw an amazing game. They gave everything they had. Unfortunately, the first goal uh, was... Uh, disallowed because of uh, really tight offset situations. Uh, I saw the pictures after the game. It was really super close. I think if that goal would have counted, Austria would be in the quarterfinals. And can you ask Sabitzer to come to Tottenham if you speak to him? And uh, Chichi. Hello. So you are our German fan, drinked in a German flag <laughs> yeah. with the German top on, Tony Cruz on the back. And show me your sign. On your sign it says, Tony Cruz, throw your shirt at me. Why do you want Tony Cruz's shirt so much? Um, he is my favorite player, so I have his Real Madrid shirt that he sent me, but I'm a Bayern fan, so I would like to have a shirt that I can wear proudly. That's beautiful. And yeah. as you said, you're Bulgarian, so you're not actually German. No. Why do you support Germany? So um, my father's always been a football fan. I wasn't really. And then I watched a few games with him. I was like, oh, let me like support the team. He was like, you either support Germany and Bayern or nothing. Oh, Tried supporting someone else. And he said, nah, he grounded me. You so got grounded like, oh, for not supporting yeah. Germany. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he is German. You just don't know that. <laughs> uh, and are you confident with the game? You said off air that you were slightly yeah. confident. Not cocky, but confident. There we go. I'm confident. I think the boys will put in a good shape. 
lift. We have Goretzka hopefully in the starting lineup. So I think we'll, we'll do well. And when it comes to penalties, England versus Germany, we are very scared of facing penalties. I mean, you guys you don't, we don't have good, you guys don't have a good track record in, on penalties with Germany, do you? So are you, are you hoping it goes to penalties or do you think you can beat England comfortably? I think we can beat England comfortably. Wow. If not in 1920, <laughs> but if we go to penalties... I'm confident in the Germans. Wow, I think Max <laughs> Rushton needs some of your confidence to ease some of his nerves. Thank you so much, Marco and Gigi. I'd say good luck, but I don't want you to win. <laughs> I want England to win. So thank come on, England. <laughs> and thanks, guys. Cheers, Madge. Thanks very much. So there we are. German fans feeling quite confident. I quite like uh, uh, being grounded because you chose to try to support another team. I need to hear from <laughs> listeners whose parents were so forceful yeah. in what team they should support. We had a couple of things to ask the listeners, didn't we? What, what were they? Can uh, you? One was, listen, uh, we are all very hopeful yeah. that uh, England are going to win today. But if they don't, what tenuous links do you have to, ger- you know, how are you German? So yeah. that at full time, whatever happens, you can say, do you know what? This is a victory that, that for me. That tempers it. It's yeah. Either, yeah. However tenuous you want it to be, uh, Peels has been in touch to say, I'm, I'm wearing Adidas socks. Uh, Adam Hurry at Football Clichés. I've been to Baden-Baden four times. Nice. Adam says, uh, Kate Mason, obviously broadcasters, my dad can Isn't speak that Baden, German. Baden, 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 <laughs> Baden, Baden, I think basis. it is. Yeah. And uh, Duck Magazine, Stoke, big Stoke fans. Um, I've seen the Scorpions three times. We'll take that. So anything you can take to feel slightly German about this, just to ease the pain if it doesn't quite work out. Okay, good stuff. Talksport.com, text 8189, tweet to TSHNJ, and get in touch with Max as well uh, via Twitter. Yeah, absolutely, at Max Rushton on Twitter, yeah. That's right. Anyway, uh, alongside Jim Proudfoot in the commentary box uh, later on this afternoon, will be Stuart Pearce, former England defender. Hi, Stu. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I feel a bit underdressed now. I, I've not got my England garb on. You I, know think, what I, mean? I think it, I think if you've played for England, yeah, it, it would it would feel slightly odd if you wore. Do you think an it's English a bit shirt? I was going to full kit. Come in your, your, your Euro '96 kit with PS3 yeah. on the boots back. and socks. Me SBA Kings were would have been a bit slippy coming up the stairs. You know what I mean? Did you have you had? A, I suppose a few fans spotted you on the way down. Did they? Did uh, you? One or two, but it's, it's head down and a starey look. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. normally gets me through and past yeah. people. <laughs> How, Stuart, would the players be feeling right now? Uh, nervous, it, it'd be fair to say. Uh, some of them handle that in a different manner. Some of them get quiet. Some of them get noisy in, re- in regard to that. I think it's just a case of keeping a lid on it for the players. I mean, listen, you get a feel for it here. You're in the outdoors. You know what it's like. Mm. You walk through the crowd. You know there's a special day waiting to unfold and if you're integral in that and you're one of the players it, it, that they're the, they're the lucky people today I think yeah. you know they get to participate in it with our eyes watching them um, and and your experience what did you do did you get quiet did you get loud um, very quiet in the build up mm-hmm. to be fair and then the crescendo those last 10 minutes un- unleashed the lion you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> were you in? Were you in the faces of the, your teammates? No, that was Terry Butcher's right, job. Okay. Don't yeah. worry about that. Butch's, Butch got around everyone, and one or two others did. But to be fair, I I always warmed up in the dressing room, so I never went out on the pitch. And I had a very uh, crafted routine that I went through, and sort of I was in my own world. Obviously, the punk rock was on in the dressing room. You know what I mean? As yeah. you would fully expect. Of course. Yeah. In those moments, do you kind of respect what the way your teammates want to prepare? So there might be boys in the yeah. dressing room who want to be quiet. So if you have to get in the faces of some, you know that's what they want. Mm. Uh, but others, you just kind of leave them just to prepare in their own way. I suppose it's a different dynamic for different players, isn't it? it? It's literally a different dynamic. I mean, John Barnes used to like a hot bath before he, he used really? to go out. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, you have a hot bath before you go and play less than an hour before kickoff. That's what he'd done. Um, Incy, I don't think Incy liked to go out. He used to prepare inside the dressing room in the main as well. Myself, obviously, I stayed inside and had a set routine. Uh, some players, totally vastly different, you know. And that last hour, or, or it's extended now to about hour and a half, two hours with a build-up for players, you know, yeah. is very personal to them, and that's the way it should be. What was Gareth like, Stu, in the, in the, in the build-up again? What was his approach? Um, can't remember exactly, but you would expect with a gate, not noisy, you mm-hmm. know, 
thought out. There was a process behind what he'd done. And as you say, probably what you see now as a manager is what he was as a player. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That's what we would have expected. Stuart Pearce is with us. We have a, a team that has, well, I say leaked, but this is the team that everybody's suggesting is the team. We'll get Stuart's thoughts on that in a few moments' time. More build-up from the box part. We have more from the fans as well with DJ Majestic. Henning Vane. German comedy attaché to the UK has got a ticket for this from the German FA, which he said was pretty straightforward. Henning Veen used to work for Wickham Wanderers as well. Did he you know did. That? Yeah, yeah, he worked for Bayer Erdingen in Germany yeah. and then worked for Wickham Wanderers. My yeah. partner worked for Wickham as well. Wow. We went to see him at Wickham Swan actually, and on there, and he, he <laughs> gave name reference to. Vic and Vonderers. Oh, that, <laughs> that right. The Vic and Vonderers. Fantastic. They bring back a lower version. low. Stuart will be in there. That was great, great casting, yeah. Stuart Pearce and a lower low. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Well, apart from Wimbledon, which I'm sure I heard Fletch earlier on say that uh, one of our young British hopefuls had lost to Dries Mertens, but maybe I just misheard. That's that like was I heard that Jose Maria Lothabal had scored for Spain, scored yeah. the fifth goal. I was yeah. very impressed with that. But uh, not just the, the tennis. We've got the cricket. The first of the one days between England and Sri Lanka. John Norman is watching for TalkSport. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Loving the show. And I tell you what, the, uh, the 7,000 spectators at Chester Street are going to probably be finishing at about, I don't know, half past four or so, quarter to five. England wrapping up comfortable victory in time to get back and listen to the coverage on TalkSport as uh, England uh, take on Germany. Um, look, if it's as one-sided in England's uh, fashion in the football as it has been in the cricket, so far against Sri Lanka then uh, we'll all be happy at uh, this time tomorrow Sri Lanka 160 for 7 14 overs remaining whether they'll bat them out I'm not sure there's another catch uh, close to the uh, batsman and it's uh, Fernando who goes so another wicket has fallen uh, and apart from a 99 run partnership for the fourth wicket it's been one way traffic four wickets to Wokes three now to William one for Ali and uh, Sri Lanka collapsing in a little bit of a heat now they're 160 for 8 the Team Insider on TalkSport with TradePoint. With a lineup of over 40,000 products in stores nationwide and online, get all you need when you need it at TradePoint. Find us at B&Q or online at tradepoint.co.uk. And he turns inside, he slips it in, he's Sterling! And England are off and running! Calvin Phillips has made it! Raheem Sterling puts it away, his first goal at a major tournament for England. Well, I think every time you pull an England shirt on, you have the opportunity to score a goal that will be shown forever. If you think of all the big players in history, of course, club European football, there are, there are significant memories, but when you picture those great players, it's normally in an international shirt that their biggest memories are formed. Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here at the Box Park at Wembley for TalkSport, building up to England versus Germany. Stuart Pearce is with us. Uh, he's your co-commentator with Jim Proudfoot from five o'clock uh, this afternoon. We've had a few emails as well, Max. Yeah, in. yeah. On the subject of you know your links to Germany, just in case it doesn't work out uh, this afternoon, uh, Kenny in Wallington says my dog's lead was made in Germany. I'm well, basically German. Aaron, well, that York. will take the edge yeah. off if, if England <laughs> lose. Right? Right. Certainly, pick up the lead, take the dog for a walk, and just feel German. Yeah. Um, I can say there's a link to Germany. As my uncle spent some time in a German prison, says Rob. Okay. Um, so Keith Jake says, what my a lovely story. <laughs> really nice. What, what oh, was he in for? <laughs> what was he in for? Did he have a nice time? Jake <laughs> says, my missus is German. I'll literally be leaving the house for a couple of hours if we lose. I can't take it. I'm a bag of nerves. Wow. Um, Stuart seems pretty zen today. I don't know whether it counts, but after missing the penalty in 90, I was given the freedom of Dusseldorf <laughs> and, and an iron cross. I, I bet, don't know whether... The, I bet you, you know, didn't the, take them up on it. me being slightly German at all? <laughs> you wouldn't have taken up on it, I'm sure. <laughs> Did you ever go? Where? To Dusseldorf. I've been there, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. In time. Okay. On scouting missions. Yeah. Well, I understood. <laughs> and the like. You and can you drive your sheep across exactly. the bridge as a freeman of Dusseldorf? Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. That's one of the great oh, joys, yeah. isn't it? When you're playing a game like this, Stuart, you know, do you, do you, because there's always that cliche about, you know, you cross the white line, any game's a game. Are you sort of aware with every touch at every moment of the magnitude of the game you're in or not really? Yes, it's certainly in the build-up to it you are. I mean, I've been, I think I've been involved in maybe three or four games against Germany, but two of them have been major semi-finals at tournaments, yeah. you know. So you're, you're acutely aware of how big the game is. There's no doubt about that. And how, how you know, I always say, oh, the first touch is key. You know, especially think about those young players, you think about Saka. 
Does it, you know, how important is the first time he gets the ball, it works, whether it's a simple pass or, a, or, or he goes for a run or whatever? Well, it, it was always a toss-up for me. Was my first touch ball or man? You know what I mean? And I always, always preferred man, actually. You know what I mean? The ball being a byproduct. I could always deal with a ball at a later stage in the game. But to sort of impose yourself and say, excuse me, gentlemen. I'm here. I'm here yeah. for keeps, you know? Well, so the team that seems to be uh, the one they're going to line up with today is a 3-4-3, Stuart. Um, Walker Stones and Maguire at the back. Trippier, Phillips, Rice and Shaw. Uh, uh, with Trippier and Shaw as the wing-backs, obviously. And Kane with Sterling on his left and Saka on his right. So what do you make of the team? Well... <laughs> He's obviously had that dilemma, you know, does he match them up with a three or not? The beauty of the squad we got and the players we got, I think we seamlessly go between a three and a four. We spoke about this before, about the depth of the squad, the flexibility within games and to start games. And we're seeing that now with what we've got. He's still looking at Rice and Phillips and they've been a big part of why we haven't conceded a goal, which I think is a good thing. A lot of pace beyond Kane. The last game I thought Kane got on the ball more than he had in the previous two games. And if he gets on the ball with his delivery behind their back line, you need the pace of Saka and Sterling to go in behind. So that that is, is good to see. The two full-backs are, are perfectly adequate wing-backs as well. You, you would say that Shaw and Trippier might be better wing-backs than they are full-backs, potentially, yeah. you know. Trippier played very well in the first game, we felt, and, you know, credit to him for getting back in, and he's probably more favoured right-hand side. So it's got good balance, but it's also got the ability to be flexible in the, uh, in the run of play. If things are going well, we stay as we are. If things aren't going well, we, we add the odd change here and there. And Walker's pace at the back... To supplement, you know, Stones yeah. is no slouch, but there's certainly pace to deal with, with them on the on the counter. I've heard so many pundits say, look, the, the key is to move the ball forward, get it forward quickly, be on the front foot. There is a, but you know, England fans are not famously patient. Mm. Um, how important is it to, it's a balance, right? Mm. Between, pay, you know, you can't just keep going forward, you've got to keep the ball at the same time. Yeah, the ebb and flow of games, we've seen it, I mean, only yesterday potentially in the game with the French game that we covered on TalkSport, the game ebbs and flows all the time and you've got to make sure when you've got ascendancy, you play your strongest cards when the opposition, and they will over 90 minutes, that's Mm. the nature of the game, especially when you consider the head-to-head between these two. The nature of the game is when the opposition slot starts to get on top slightly, you've got to make sure you turn that momentum round as quickly as you can. If it means slaying the game down or speeding it up, you do that accordingly. This crowd are going to have to be patient today because in every game Germany have played, they've had more possession than the opposition. They're going to have, there's going to be quite, there's going to be periods of the game where we won't have the ball. Mm. Um, so they are going to have to be patient. Without a doubt. I mean, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I've been walking around the streets of Wembley to get here and I, the, the word patient <laughs> didn't spring <laughs> to mind excitement. And, and, you know, they're at full revs at the moment, yeah. the fans, and we're still about two, three, four hours away from kickoff time, whatever it may be, you know. So um, there's going to be a lot of nervousness in the stadium. What we want is a, a very relaxed and composed manager and 11 players on the pitch that are playing with their head. And yeah. how important the crowd for the players oh, they're, they're massive they will be massive to make sure that they're patient when they need to be they roar the team on when they need to be and they get behind the team for, for 90 minutes or longer I think this game will go beyond the 90 minutes I really do um, it's going to be a really tight affair listen I'm, I'm going to have to keep my nerves let alone them and if it goes to penalties um, we, uh, we, if it goes to penalties Stuart Will you take one? Yeah, absolutely. Will you go down and you do the walk? There. It's a toe punt available <laughs> when the bike comes on. Toe punt will do. Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> um, listen, I know exactly the the depths that, that England have gone in in regard to the, the sort of the study of penalties yeah. over the last it's 15 years or so now. You know, since the FA started um, looking into the penalty shootout, penalty practice, all of those type of things. And to be fair, I'm ridiculously confident that if we do go to penalties that I'd be very confident that we'll win a penalty shootout. 
That would be sweeter in a way, wouldn't it? Beat the Germans on penalty. That is properly laying I mean, it would rest. be so good, but just think of the pain <laughs> to get there. I'll take a 3-0. Yeah, that will a nice, kind of <laughs> comfortable, comfortable 2-0 at half-time, 1-0, yeah, they just like keep the, the ball about. Game exactly. Euro 90, an exhibition. Yeah. We'll take one of those. Stuart, lovely to see you. Cheers, My mate. pleasure. Enjoy uh, the day. Yeah, we look forward to listening to you later on with uh, with Jim and Sags. Does Jim, does Jim get a bit nervous? Is he good? I suppose he's... And Sags, what's he like before kickoff? They, them two get a bit more nervous than I do, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, we'll get over the line. Good one stuff. One way or the other. But the, the game will finish, whatever yeah, happens. Whatever happens. <laughs> Sometime today. <laughs> I've got a big one tomorrow at Wigan. Warrington are at Wigan oh, tomorrow, oh, so yes. I've got a mass. This is a big double header for yeah. me. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Welcome back to uh, the Wembley Box Park on Wembley Way, in the shadow of the stadium, of course, ahead of England versus Germany. A light drizzle has just started a full max, isn't it? Under the, that's uh, perfect for the way we play. The yeah. Germans don't like the rain. No. They especially don't like light drizzle. That's perfect for England, yeah. the way we move the ball. Uh, like well, clutching at straws. Uh, in the interest of uh, balance, it's only right that we should uh, chat to a German fan. And we're very lucky to have Germany's comedy ambassador to the UK, friend of the show, uh, it is uh, Henning Vane. Henning, good to see you. And you too. Hello, hello. Yes, you are resplendent in a 1954 uh, Germany shirt. Yeah, that was the year, uh, first of many, when we won the World Cup. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so we're slightly behind because four World Cups, we're slightly behind on the Euros, only three. So hopefully we can uh, level it up again. Put in that right this time. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful shirt, isn't it, with the kind of lace-up collar. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Are you confident today, Henning? Truth to be known, not overly. Okay. England are favourites with the bookies, and that this time it's not just because of the patriotic betting market, but uh, well, it's a lot in England's favour, isn't it? They had three days more rest uh, since, the, since, since they both started playing. Then, uh, well, UEFA, they don't want Wembley to be empty for the, for the, for the final. No. So they make sure the refs blow the whistle a certain way. So, uh, there is oh, that started uh, yeah. <laughs> No, honestly, I mean, the Germany, it will be very hard for our strikers to outscore our defence. <laughs> and uh, that's been a trouble so far. I honestly think England stand a very good chance of winning this quite uneventfully 1-0 or 2-1 or something like that. Yeah. You, I, mean, I saw your, you sent out a little newsletter, Henning, and um, you said that it's a kind of win-win for you guys because I think most German fans have probably had enough of Jogi Love and it's, he, he is going off this. So it could be his last game today. Yes, so, and that is definitely why I wanted to be here to, to, to be witnessing it. <laughs> and then here we go down in the record books as the man who lost us seven tournaments and absolutely <laughs> unrivaled. <laughs> What's it like supporting a a team that win all the time. Yeah, not we, we have stopped since he took over. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they, but on, when I grew up, so I was born in 74, so I was just used from growing up that you were at least in the semi-final. So you just can't really conceive that you would be out any earlier than that. And the first time that happened was, uh, well, 98, when we in the World Cup, when we, when we uh, lost to uh, Croatia in the, in the last eight. Yeah. And that was, uh, what's that all about? That's not how it's supposed to be. And uh, so and then he got from bad to worse with uh, Euros 2000, where England won, but didn't help either team much because we both went home after the group stages, didn't we? 2004 was another write-off. OK, in between 2002, we made it through to the World Cup finals, but didn't win that either. And, uh, yeah, so uh, you, you expect... I mean, they say England expects, Germany expects as well. So, uh, and if you look at that, I mean, you mustn't look too far forward. Could all be over today. But you think either team will be, both teams will be thinking that. If we win today, yeah. next round you play the winner of Ukraine-Sweden, after that the winner of Czech Republic-Denmark. Mm. Essentially win today and you are as good as in the final. Wow, yeah. I mean, you say that. I reckon England could win today and still not make it to the final. <laughs> I, I, I sense that's that a would be worse in some ways. I mean, yeah. I'm a, I agree with that because, I mean, Germany, we, we, we're not, not... Lost the World Cup qualifier at home to North Macedonia clung on against Hungary to all that wasn't convincing the game against France was terrible and against Portugal it was nil-nil we have got a corner kick and 10 seconds later we picked a ball out of our own net I mean that is not a team that's going to win anything <laughs> what, uh, what's an easier walk down Wembley way for you a German win or, a, or an England win I think stay in and wait for a cab to turn up so uh, <laughs> it's like 
it's like it's an absolute no-win situation, is it? Yeah. So because either people tell you the scoreline over and over again, or they want to deck you. So <laughs> it's like uh, we were just saying you should take the stage of the uh, of the box park here, Henning, and just educate the people in the ways of the of the German football. Yeah, team, I mean, this is my first time. If I'm on three or four, you might easily get me on there. <laughs> Henning Vane is with us, Germany's Germany's comedy ambassador of the UK. Oh, look, some Germans walking yeah. by. That's right. We've seen a few. We've not seen many, but we've seen a few. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Place to pick out. Gersitz is one of the 4-1 Germany. Such a simple goal. And Kimmich with a lovely floating cross to the far post. Picks out Gersitz. They've changed just before the tournament by bringing back some you know, hugely experienced players. And you know when you look at the team that's played in the last few games... In terms of World Cup winners and Champions League winners, there's a there's huge pedigree. So, of course, we we respect that, and we respect the fact that the German team always have that mentality that that we know so much about. Work. Well, could we turn them down a bit? <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we're back. I think we? so. I believe we are. Who knows? Paul Walks being match rushed, and it's time to look ahead to the match between England and Germany. To be honest, at the moment, there's not much else I'd rather do. On TalkSport, brought to you by TradePoint, uh, Henning Vane is with us, Germany's comedy ambassador. We've been joined uh, by the Times' very own Henry Winter. Hi, Henry, good to see you. I feel slightly underdressed seeing yeah. you three. <laughs> Two lions in shirts and one distinguished German in a fantastic... It's like the old 54. Yes. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Look it's magnificent. It, it hasn't been washed since 54 from the looks of things. <laughs> yeah, it's been through a lot. <laughs> so Henning, Henning played a gig near you, didn't he, did. he, Henry? He did. I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere and you came... I mean, it was a huge... It was one of the biggest moments. We've had probably the biggest moment we've had in the village since, uh, <laughs> since 66. And then you came and everyone said, German comedian, is it going to work? And you walked into this room. To be fair, it was packed out. Everyone wanted to go. There were about sort of two, three hundred people there. And you came in with a big string of sausages. 
and you put them over the, the microphone and you looked and everyone was going, what is this strange German with these sausages? He said, I hear in England it's a tradition the comedians always start with their verse of the joke. <laughs> and you pour and everyone sort of fell about laughing. To be honest, you could have read the Dortmund telephone yeah. director out after that and would have all fallen about laughing. So uh, good to meet you in the flesh, yeah. in your very old shirt. And uh, I would say good luck today, but we never need to It's so hard, isn't it? It's so hard. I'm exactly the same. I wish everyone here, everyone walks down your Wembley Way so hopeful. Yeah. And you really want them to have a lovely day. But then, if everyone else is having a lovely day, I'm not. Yeah. So I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. I would say under normal circumstances, I would say, let's call it a draw, but we can't. No, we can't. Not no, because no, there'll be penalties. This, yeah. Not in this game, as Brucey would have said. Yeah. Henry, you've, you've seen the proposed side. Yeah. Um, what do you make of that? I heard it last night, and I mean, I saw my preview today, and the Times was actually quite critical. I mean, I, look, I hope it works. I'm not a huge fan of three at the back. He's effectively playing seven defenders. Uh, I mean, if, if Saka is playing ahead of Foden, I can understand the logic of pace, particularly when you saw how England played in Seville, probably their best performance under Southgate, uh, particularly the first half against Spain in Seville, when uh, Rashford and Sterling absolutely ripped Ramos and company apart and Kane sort of dropped off. So, look, Saka was terrific when England played here last night. So I can, I can slightly understand that. I just think it's a little bit cautious but then if you look at the stats look I mean, I don't want to sort of I would never criticize the German defense or anything about the German team but actually your defense is probably not the quickest if you look mm. at Hummels I think his top speed in this competition has been 26 k which is up to 18 miles an hour you know if you've got Sterling and Saka flying at you you know that's you know speed camera territory so that's exactly I, the problem we've got it will be so hard for our strikers to outscore our defense yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that—that's that. Yeah, so I'm—I'm I'm with you. I—I mean, we've already conceded five goals against teams. Well, I mean, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Hungary are not a top side, and we conceded two against Portugal. We have got a corner kick. Ten seconds later, we picked the ball out of our own net. Well, but Portugal are a top side. Look what you did to them. I mean, your wide players, your wing backs. You know, Kimmich is fantastic. Whether he plays wide right as a wing back or whether he, he tends to drift in a little bit more, whereas Guzan stretches it a bit more on the left, doesn't he? Yeah, they're saying today Kimmich will be more in the middle. Really? Uh, so yeah. Okay. No Goretzka. No Goretzka is back in the team. Good, good. It has to be. I think he's. he's yeah. Sorry. So no, no Gundogan. No Gundogan. He has got he got a, a, a bang to his head. I think that makes you a stronger team. I agree. I, I, yeah. I, mean, I like Gundogan. He's done some great things. He had a sort of purple patch for about four months with City. But I, I've been a bit disappointed with him. But then you look at Cruz. So we, we talked to sort of Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips about Cruz. He said, you know, they're, they're huge. what I like between the two teams is there's huge respect. Um, yeah. Whereas I don't think we've always had that in the past. The fans may be a slightly uh, different issue. And I'll tell you what, there'll be more than 45,000 uh, fans here. I'm mm. with 45,000 on my tube. Um, <laughs> 45,000 tickets in the ground, but we know there are going to be loads more turning up just for the atmosphere outside. Yeah. Who would you, what would you have done then? Stick with the four? Definitely. I mean, look, it's worked, hasn't it? I mean, it, I mean I'm, I'm so old. I can remember the night before uh, Keegan, again against our beloved German friends, played Southgate in midfield for the last game at Wembley. And look what happened. I mean, the idea was that he would shadow Mehmet Scholl and it didn't work. And it was, it was ripped apart on television the night before. It was ripped apart in the prints that morning. And so even Southgate said to Kevin Keegan in training, you sure you really want to do this? So tactical changes when the team has been slightly settled, I always think is slightly, slightly risky. But look, you've got Walker in there who's got pace. You've got Stones and Maguire who are experienced. But I do think they might be slightly vulnerable. I assume... Is Trippier playing? Do we, we know that? So. Yeah, Trippier so. and Luke Shaw. Report, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, Trippier is partly in there for, 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 for the dead balls. 100%. You know, so that kind, of, that kind of makes sense. Um, Henning, we should talk about your comedy. You're back on tour. I mean, it's been a weird... I was wondering with comedians, have they gone... I sort of think you might have noticed that being in at 7pm is really nice. And so no comedians or no music musicians want to perform ever again because you could be at home at 7 in the evening. Absolutely, absolutely right there. So... Uh, I'd always had that I thought, oh, I should take a year off. So I, and that was actually my plan, 2020, take most of the year off. So I didn't intend that to be extended to the whole country. <laughs> but uh, and I have to be honest with you, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. I mean, enjoy, I enjoy working, mm. but uh, 
sitting at home, not doing much other than go for a bike ride in the day, I mean, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Thank you very much, Boris. Uh, it didn't, nothing really stop for us, Henry, did it? We no. just sort of, we cracked on, didn't we? We cracked on when there was no football, and then we certainly had plenty to do yeah. when there was football again. Look, we've been incredibly privileged. I, yes. was, I was totting it up. I've done 150 games, 160 games behind closed doors. And look, just seeing this, and I arrived here earlier, and I was punching the air that there was traffic on the North Circular Road, yeah. because it just means that normal <laughs> life is returning, normal life is, is, you know, feeding back into games, and Wow, we've absolutely missed the fans. I mean, if anyone needed to be reminded about that, the pandemic has. I thought 22,000, I was in for the Scotland game and they made a lot of noise for 22, so I imagine today it will be pretty raucous in there. I mean, I think those people feel a responsibility when there's reduced numbers and they step up and I think we'll see that today in terms of atmosphere. Do you know, just coming in on the tube, you, you just look at the age group of a lot of the people here. They've been locked up indoors. They're the ones who've probably been least at risk. You know, the sort of the 18 to 24 generation, they're probably actually the ones who've suffered the most in terms of first jobs, meeting people, Mm. going to university, college, proms, all those sort of things that they've been denied. And that's why they're now letting rip. And Henning was saying... The ones that have been in the box park, just having freed from desire and three lions on loop, it's like a PR. You come out thinking England are going to win everything. Now. Yeah. yeah, you think they're winning the same day the Euros and the World Cup, and they're all winning today. <laughs> so let's go. Did you think 1 0 2 1 England, Henning, you were saying? Because well, you want to get out of here alive, don't you? Uh, yeah. I, and he's got a tour coming up. Yeah, of course it? he has. Yeah. In, in, in England. Uh, It'll be an open top bus tour. The, the name of the tour is I Told You England. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the Edinburgh dates have just sold out in the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so a win for uh, Hennings, yeah. He's, so what about Henry? What do you think those changes today? Is it is it change your attitude about the? the yeah, outcome? I think it's a little bit negative. It's effectively sort of yeah. seven defenders. I, like, I'm a Southgate supporter. He's changed the culture. He's tried to bring a bit of identity back. He's he's rebuilt the relationship between the supporters and and the dressing room, which had broken down under previous regimes. But I just think this is a little bit cautious. But you know what? We said that before a couple of other games and he got it right. But I do think our old friend Elfmeter is going to reappear. But oh. my only one slightly confident feeling about penalty shooter is I can see John Pickford saving one penalty and converting one. Yeah, I, had, I, I said yesterday you should take the first penalty oh, in the yeah. shooter. There's a noise face when the keeper comes up well, saw, for the I, first I, one. I saw that one in the Nations League that he hammered in. Yeah. He? OK, I've got S. Hauser. That's the... Uh, that's right. So how was it indeed? Oh, God. I just get nervous thinking when I start thinking about it, how I'm going to feel like a minute before kickoff. I'd say stop thinking about it. Right, we've got half an hour of the show it. left. Right, okay. so <laughs> you better not do that. Henry, lovely no, to see you. But you haven't even jo- said what you two reckon. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, 2-1 England in extra time. One all at the end of 90 minutes, 2-1 England. England on penalties. Oh, don't say that. Got me. <laughs> Enjoy the game, Henry. Thank you. Henning, lovely Cheers to see you. Good luck with the tour. Uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Enjoy the match. Lovely. Likewise. But not, but not too much. Yeah, exactly too right. Much. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so, still to come, Charlie Baker's going to be joining us. He'll be in the game today. Tom Greatrix from the FSA will be chatting about some extra tickets found their hands. Uh, found the way in the hands of England fans yesterday, which was great news. Massive turnout today. The rain's coming down, but that's not affecting anybody. They're all piled outside the Tesco's buying cans. It's that kind of day. Not many people in Costa for some reason. Can't think why. Anyway, it's uh, Paul Hawksby, <laughs> Match Rushton. Little is pretty empty around yeah. the corner. I wonder who's at Curry's PC World today, I yeah. wondered. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Harry Kane looks nervous. His two penalties against Panama went to the goalkeeper's right. They were both fantastic. What about this one? He runs up. He's gone the other way. Straight down the middle. And England lead by a goal to nil. We've won our last two penalty shootouts as an England team, so it shows that we're definitely on the right track. But of course, we, we all know penalties can go one way or the other. It's such fine margin. So, yeah, when, when we're practicing, it's, it's just about the process, making sure we're sticking to that when you're, when you're training. Whatever you're training, you're, you're kind of taking into the game you're not changing your mind last second or thinking about it too much yeah not long now uh, in half an hour under half an hour's time now we'll cross into the stadium with Mark Saggers and Jim Pratt and Stuart Pearce they're your commentary team uh, game kicks off at five o'clock of course joining us now uh, two guys are going to be in the stadium they get very excited I can see Charlie bouncing off the walls Charlie <laughs> Baker is here uh, I am 
And uh, Tom Greatrix from the Football Supporters Association is alongside him. Tom, hiya. Hiya, how are you doing? How you doing? Good, yeah, good, good, good. I Charlie. have to bring a grown-up with me. Or they don't let <laughs> yeah, me that's in. What I, I could see he was holding your hand. He came up the stairs. <laughs> totally he's, like, he's on the sunny D. Exactly he's, he's right. Giddy. That's Just the word. Yelling, go get it. Oh, yeah. For the next two and a half hours, oh, how are you feeling? I've got to go get it. How yeah. are you feeling, Charlie? We've got to go get it. I like, I like this pragmatic sort of holding game we're playing, but I think tonight's the night to let them free. Let them free. Go after really? it. Really? Yeah. Just 11-man attack. Yeah, There's just no go mess- for it. Constant. No messing about. Get the ball in the box. Get in the box. <laughs> They'll be yelling in the mixer from five yeah. minutes in. Yeah. He'll be like, get Grealish on. Yeah. Stick it in the mixer. Why are you passing get it, it backwards? <laughs> get it in. Tom's going to be sitting somewhere else. Oh, I yeah, yeah. The other side of the ground, I think. <laughs> now, um, a few more tickets found their way uh, into the hands of England fans. Yep. Another 17,000, which is great news uh, in your official capacity because there were a few pretty fed-up England fans who felt you know they weren't getting a fair allocation. Yeah, absolutely. And people that had applied and got through you know pre-COVID and everything else. So it's good that as many of those people as possible have managed to get tickets. And I know plenty of people who thought this time last week they weren't going to be able to get to any of the games and they're yeah. here today and hopefully we'll be enjoying a good game. Good, good. Uh, how do you feel, Charlie, about the, just the team being announced? Are you happy with the back three? I know you like to get really deep down and tactical <laughs> with these things. Yeah. You know me and tactics. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I can yeah. name you all the players in all the teams. <laughs> <laughs> really into it. No, I like that. I yeah. like that. Uh, Luke Shaw, I don't know if I'd have played Luke Shaw. Okay. I, don't ask me how I would have played, but I don't know if I'd have yeah. played Luke Shaw. Just the other one. Ten players. Yeah. <laughs> You're like uh, Jose. We thought Jose was the one who was sticking it into no, Luke no, Shaw no, and yeah, Talksport. I like, I like Trippier for the dead ball situation. I think that is uh, something we've, we need, something we've got. We need quality into the box. My own team, Talk United, could have done with more quality into the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Sundays ago in the last big game that I went to that ended on penalties and we lost. So yeah. I'm hoping for a slightly different outcome that breaks football for me less this evening. Yeah. The referee today is Danny Kelly. Well, it's actually, it's, oh, it's oh it's really? Danny, Danny McKayley. Right. Oh, the, the Dutch, the Dutch. Because if I think Danny, had, he'd do us a favour. Even though <laughs> would he's... He, would he, enough, do you I reckon he would? Yeah, I think he'd be on England's Would he side. keep up with play? No. I, think, yeah, like, I, have referees, I have referees that stay in the centre circle for the whole game. Danny McKayley. If you are a homer ref, which if, if you like ref for your yeah. kids or whatever, you have to give the other team a couple things early. You have yeah. to give, even if it, you have to give them a foul or two early or you know, a yeah. couple of yellow cards for, the, for your team early on. So that's what Danny from Rotterdam, he's, uh, he's, or a anywhere. Part, he's a part-time police inspector. That's quite laid <laughs> back, isn't it? Yeah. In Holland, they're part-time coppers. When he fancies it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he does a couple of hours here and there, he inspects and he goes home. But I thought, what a show. Uh, McKayle and Webb, Howard Webb and Danny oh, McKayle, oh, crime-fighting yes. duo. They referee games. It'll be a bit like Midsummer. Every time we do a game, yes, someone gets murdered. Oh, lovely. Do they eventually get called into Mike Riley's office and he says, you're <laughs> off the case? Yeah, no, it's the one who goes, it's Kalina. He says, yeah. you've got 24 hours to bust the case. <laughs> yeah, be, but I, would, I'd, I'd watch like, it, Charlie, I'd, wouldn't I'd, you? I'd be there. I'd be, I'd be yeah. watching it. Especially if, they, if, they did, if it wasn't Sunday League, if it was sort of... A slightly higher level. Yeah. Isthmian League. Guess that, yeah, Isthmian. Isthmian League. Isthmian League. They can't even say it. So everybody wants everyone wants to see a top-level drama at Isthmian yeah. League level, That's don't what they, everyone's really? asking That's for. That's what I've heard. The amount of focus groups I've been to around TV and they've said that. <laughs> what it's ridiculous. Want. Is James Corden available? Yeah, that's To right, play yeah. Howard Webb. If, you can get the t- if Ramesh says yes, I can get that away. <laughs> Definitely. If Ramesh is on. If he's on board. Um, Tom, can I talk to you about... What, what you, what, what, whether you're confident or not, how you're feeling about the game? Um, I am confident, actually. I think we haven't really started yet. I was here for the Scotland game and it wasn't great. I think today, actually, especially after watching last night's games, which were brilliant as a neutral, yeah. I think today will be a bit different. I think it'll be a bit harder. Um, but I reckon we're going to do it today. I've just got that feeling, you know, it's not just about... Where's that come from? Because I haven't got it yet. You haven't? Uh, no. Oh, two, two hours to get it. I think it was good to hear Harry Kane, saying, get it. Harry Kane saying, I'm not really thinking about this. I'm not overthinking it. It's good that I'm overthinking it and Harry isn't. But no. where, where does the confidence come from? I just think it's because we haven't showed what we can do yet. We're going to do it. And I reckon today's when we're going to do it. I think this is going to be one of those great games everyone will always remember. I think the wow. confidence as well comes from the fact that we've, you know, we went, oh, we've got through that group, haven't we? You know, we've. You know, we've beat everyone 1-0 and a yeah, couple of yeah. And those teams have now gone on to show that they're actually really good teams. They've given other other bigger teams, uh, they've put them under pressure. Yeah. They've, they've, they've worried them, you know, and they've beat them. And you go, oh, actually, maybe we did all right out of a difficult group. We yeah. were in the group of death, is yeah, what Maybe it was, we were. Who knew? But it's not gonna, it can't be like it was last night. I mean, last night's games were unbelievable. That was unreal <laughs> football. 
wasn't well, it? I was yeah. chatting to Rory Both Smith. Games. Rory Smith in New York Times saying that potentially is the greatest day of tournament football ever. And, you know, he really went back and thought about it. Yeah. And it sounds like hyperbole, but when you think about it, to have two games on the same day with those comebacks yeah. and just the amount of drama and that own goal that feels like six weeks ago now, <laughs> you know, all the way up, you know, that was yeah. sort of like the first kick we saw and Mbappe's was the last and everything that came in between. Yeah. It was extraordinary. I mean, there's a bit of pressure on uh, the four teams playing today to, to put on a show. They won't care how they win, whoever wins, and we won't care if England, you know, score, get 1-0 in the first minute and it's a dog of a game, but you do feel a pressure. I saw Martha Kellner who's working for Sky. Yeah. She was at an airport and she's saying, I can't, I've got to get on my flight, but I can't leave this penalty shootout. I think it got neutrals. There was all these loads of people in an airport, probably in Miami, all just standing there watching watching the European Championship because it was so dramatic. I think so. ITV went into the dressing rooms pre-match and went, look, lads, Love Island starts tonight. We've <laughs> well, got, that's, you've yeah. got to pull something out of the bag here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Do you think they probably did? They probably went and had a church. Where would Luis Enrique and, and and he said Love Island when he got them in yeah. the huddle. Quite possible, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. see Lekeep, who aren't generous with their scores? Lekeep gave Granite Xhaka a six yesterday. Oh, that's a bit I mean, oh, he, turned oh, into, he turned into Pirlo. Not for the hair, for the performance. He was oh. absolutely sensitive. Yeah, yes. Pogba was on a different level yeah, yesterday. But yeah. Six out of five, was, though, wasn't it? But it was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I think yeah. Lingley got a two. That was a bit harsh. <laughs> He's got a two. <laughs> So let's, let's, uh, let's uh, I'll tell you what, let's go down, we'll, we'll come back to the boys in a minute. Let's head down to DJ Majestic, oh. he is out and about with the supporters. The rain is hammering down a bit, Madge, but uh, they're still topping, still stopping to chat to you, I see. They are indeed. Alfie is with us right now, who's oh. travelled all the way from Middlesbrough, he's a Borough fan. How are you doing, Alfie? I'm absolutely buzzing, I cannot wait for the game. I I'm must, ecstatic. I must say right. thank you for stopping in the rain for us. Listen, no problem. you're 19 years of age. I'm 19 years of age. We were just talking about how like, your generation are just letting rip now you're allowed out. Our generation, I cannot wait. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm buzzing. I'm ecstatic. I cannot wait to win the game. So you're wearing the Euro 96 away shirt. That's not necessarily a good omen because we obviously lost it on penalties be. that day. Yeah. What's happening today? What do you predict? What it is, it's going to be one off. Extra, got extra time, no goal scored, penalties, England will win. 5-0. 3-0, no, sorry. No, sorry. Three 3-0 no on penalties? 3-0 no penalties. That's and, what and who's going to score the winning penalty? Southgate to come on off... Off the manager, he can, he can <laughs> see his race cut off. He's going to run over. He's going to score with Southgate. Yes, Southgate, three 0 He's got with penalty. That's what happened. <laughs> Alfie, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Listen, guys, I I'm actually supposed to be on a summer holiday at the moment. My missus and kids are in Great Yarmouth. I left them this morning <laughs> to come down to Wembley Way to do this. This is how important this game is. And just like Max said, the, the nerves are getting to me now. And I can relate to Paul because as a fellow Spurs fan, it's the hope that kills you. And oh. supporting England and Spurs is the exact same thing because now I'm hopeful and football is coming home. Oh, yes, two are. teams in white, Madge, letting you down. I'm very much used to can that. Can like... give us odds on if that bloke's going to make kick <laughs> well, or not? <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, there we are. You could be listening to this after the event. Probably are. Histo- maybe not. Maybe we put it out early. Maybe this is your warm-up. Whatever happened, we hope England won. And uh, well, what more can we say? We'll be on tomorrow to pick we over will. the ball. And, and if England didn't win, life goes on. It it's does. all okay. That's right. We need a bit of perspective. <laughs> That's very true. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.